Hi everyone, my name is Maciej Nowak and welcome to Awesome to Know podcast where we discuss all things WordPress. My today's guest is Nick Stein, a marketing consultant working with tech startups. And as you may know, technology companies are very close to my heart. In this conversation, we are discussing how to approach a website rebuild and what are the common pitfalls when doing that. We also discuss what to do to detach your marketing from Google as the main source of your leads and how not to think about your business. Please enjoy my conversation with Nick Stein. everyone, it's good to have you here. We're glad you decided to tune in for this episode of the Awesome to Know podcast. Nick, so um, you are a marketing consultant, you work a lot with startups. And, you know, the natural mm -hmm. thing for me to ask is, you know, are startups a different breed or how do they approach web projects? So is there anything particular about their strategy when building a website for their business or is it like just another kind of a business? It, it, it's actually uh, pretty much, it starts off as different. Uh, when I walk in there, it's different for, uh, from each project, though I try and structure it uh, the same way because it makes it easier for me uh, in general. Uh, and for, I see most startups make the, the, the same mistake of going design first, which is my for me is the mistake um, because then you have to write the text in the areas that, that have been designed for it. Uh, and so you can't really, you end up cutting your, your creativity um, with your written content. Um, and so, yes, yeah, that, that can affect SEO. That can affect a whole bunch of other things. And it can affect the, the, the way that people read this, read or interact with the, the website. So uh, I think there's a lot of, Oh, we want to be Apple. You can't be Apple. It's that's my personal thing. It's where you want to get to, but as a startup, you're never going to be there to begin with. Uh, you need to really make people understand what the what your product is very, very quickly. If that's visually, if that's verb, uh, uh, with written content, either way works. But you can't just say, "Okay, we're going to have bright colors and 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 a obscure headline." Funnily enough, there was a moment in time where, when I got this request, you know, because we also run an agency and this was the request like every second time. It, it, it was like a season and now I don't know for why, why, but it's changed and I don't, I, I no longer hear those requests like we want to be like Apple. Uh, oh, no, 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 we don't want to be like Apple, but we want to have the website that resembled, resembles the Apple, Apple website and it, Actually, if you strip, you know, what's there, you, you nearly cannot recreate the content because this is so unique and so much going on behind the scenes that mm -hmm. it looks simple, but you just don't have the content to, to create anything similar like that. Yeah. And, and I think the, it's yeah. it quite well known that simple actually is extremely difficult to pull off. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That, yes, that's, the, that's uh, so, what I, I don't think startups really fully grasp. Uh, so if not going design first, what would be the best approach to, 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 to work on a website if you're a startup, for example? Uh, there's, uh, it depends what stage of the startup you are. If you're luck, uh, if you have the luxury of having an, uh, some customers, interview them, find out what they're talking about. Uh, and the, the best skill you can do in marketing in general and in, in life in general is listen before you ask, before you talk. Um, so you, you let them talk about, uh, about the industry, how they talk about it. You don't try and guide them into how you want it to be. So let them use their words. Um, and that's the, the, the same thing I take into the whole content creation, SEO creation, because I, I, I put that into a two phase thing. First, when you're a initial startup, you, you look at the uh, company that you've got to try and get leads, so you, you talk to Google. Once you get a little bit further on, you talk to the customer because you you found your product market fit, mm. um, and, and you need to listen to them and make them understand that you're an expert in your field by relaying or, or sort of mirroring what they've said to you on your website. Uh, and that that's also plays into the imagery. And so interviews, customer interviews, industry interviews, um, 
expert interviews in, in, uh, in, in general is to really get to, uh, to understand what they're looking for. And it gets you much further, much quicker uh, with uh, All right. know, messaging and everything. We started discussing a little bit of, uh, <clears throat> of, of what a startup can start with. And um, I didn't ask you, you know, I, I already introduced you a little bit, but can you explain for our <laughs> listeners a little bit about yourself? You know, where do you come from? I, I make this mistake all the time, just going straight, uh, you know, to, 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 to what, what, what's the expertise? And I always forget the parts, you know, asking, you know, what, what's your background? Where, where are you coming from? Ah, uh, yeah. I don't think the podcast is long enough for my background, unfortunately. Um, I'm, I'm old enough and I'm also bizarre enough in, in the fact that, uh, I am American, but grew up in the, U in the UK. Um, so I, I, I call soccer football. That, that's my, 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 uh, differentiator from other Americans, I suppose. Um, and I've lived in Austria now for about 12, 12 years. Um, uh, I start, I started basically in project management and then moved into marketing, uh, and worked, worked on some really great things. I worked for Ogilvy, uh, advertising in, in, in London and worked on the Manchester United sponsorship. Um, and then I moved over here and basically through working working uh, in, in B2B uh, space because I didn't I didn't really uh, find a opening in the, the sports uh, marketing world. Uh, I saw that there was a niche that I actually could offer with the the knowledge and expertise of of the UK and the US market that I could help companies and startups um, actually that wanted to to to, to expand to those markets. And so that's where I, I started working with startups. I also um, got the startup bug myself and, and created something myself and had a, a, a startup called uh, One Player Down, which was about trying to, to connect people through uh, playing sports. Um, because I live in a smaller city, Indiana, everybody knows each other from a, a very young age. And so it was difficult to get into the sports groups. And I, tr I just tried to open it up. Um, and it was good fun. And so I, I, I got to understand both sides of the marketing and also the business business side of it uh to and it made me better at my job for sure uh th thanks for this <laughs> i i will no have problem. to make a mental note to always ask ask this <laughs> uh thank you very much so is there is there is there anything particular uh, you know that startups struggle with you know content wise or, or marketing wise that, you know, looking at the company and their website, it's like you, you can see patterns most of the time. You, 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 you type the URL, you see the homepage and then bang, you know, like when I'm, for example, mm -hmm. talking with my, uh, my friends who run s small companies, I see the problems, for example, we had when we were starting and, you know, it needs the outside perspective because, you know, if you are inside, you don't see much. You, you have to have this mm -hmm. sometimes fresh look or helicopter view. So is there anything that, uh, that is like, like a pattern for you happening over or like over and over? Yeah. Well, there's, there's a, a couple of things. I mean, s stuff like, uh, I've, I've seen, uh, and it's, ha it's happened less and less, but it's like uh, trying to reinvent what a call to action button looks like. Um, if you're in, in general, that's something you can do again if you're an Apple, but you can't do it with, when you're, when you're a, a niche B2B uh, solution or, or, or even just a, even a, a, a start, a small startup in the B2C space, because then you have people hunting for things. Um, you got to make things very easy and, and understandable. And, and I, the, the biggest thing I think is to, when you're writing content is not ha have too many jargon words. Um, and that, that I think is mm -hmm. a, uh, a, a, when I first moved over here, there was a, a, a very big thing, a different difference in the way that, that um, an Austrian or German company would market to uh, themselves in comparison to the U S and, and, and the UK. And it was, we're technical founders. We're going to write in technical speak because we want to show that we're experts. And it's, and, uh, though that's great and it, 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 it does, it's a, a extremely useful thing in, in, in the, the European market. It's very difficult in the, the, the US and UK market because actually the people who are, who are doing it are either 
doing the research are probably a little junior, so they're not so technical and don't don't have uh, this knowledge. Or when it goes to the buyer, the buyer is also is more in a business focus and not in a technical focus. So you have to have a technical specifications thing, but it shouldn't be the thing that runs your content. Um, and it, it, it that was there seems to be a happy medium now um, between the two, where you have maybe an expandable box where the, then comes your technical details. So you're covering all bases, um, but that that would be uh, th one of the main things I, I see on most website stuff. Um, yeah, that that that's probably it. Yes, this is this is great stuff because in, it's like you know focusing on shiny things, and you 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 think that you know uh, f spending your attention on this 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 shiny new CTA button will make uh, something click or, or or move the needle for you, whereas this is the whole. A ton of other things. Yeah, and and I I think the other the other thing I would put into uh, into this is sometimes a website relaunch uh, is not needed straight away. You need to have a, a a plan to to optimize your current website so you get buy your team that breathing space to do the relaunch correctly, um, because usually relaunches or some relaunches I've been, been involved in are the shiny new thing, and it's not what is wrong with what we're doing right now. Why are we not converting right now? Um, and that doesn't get solved in just a new skin on the same problem. Um, and and I think whenever I've gone into a, a website relaunch project, I said, what's, why are we doing this? Is it because of leads? Is it because uh, there, there's not a conversion? Or is it because we're changing our business? Um, and if it's conversion, I said, let's look at the website as it, as it is. Is, is it technically pro problematic or, yeah, the technical SEO problems that we can at least solve while we, while we want to do the, uh, plan the, the relaunch or is it a huge issue that we need to get solved? Um, I mean, we've worked on a project that it was basically a, um, it was a technical issue and it's bought it, 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 I, we work together to buy the team time to rethink the whole project, the whole website, the whole way people would go through the, uh, the, um, lead generation flow. And that's, that can only be done if you, if you have a stable environment to, uh, to begin with. And that, if, if, if it's a stability issue, that needs to be fixed quick. But but how to provide a stable environment if you're a small startup? Maybe not small, but you know, it's it, it's very vague where small stops and yeah. and big uh, kicks in. But you know, yeah. startups are notorious for being places play, like work environments where everything chaos. is moving and the, the, you know chaos is one thing, but the pressure is the other. You know, you have your mm -hmm. runway, you have to sprint to the uh, to 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 launch the product because you have money from the investors uh this is very true. you know um but th but then then i i would say the biggest tip for any any marketer listening to this uh going into a startup is the first question you ask do you have a backup do you have a backup of the website because i've been in that situation more times than i would like to to, to admit that i something happens with the website it goes down you know, you don't have even Cloudflare behind it, so we can at least uh, uh, like put a put a version uh, of of the website up from ages ago, uh, and 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 you don't have a backup of the website. And so, before any project starts, make sure you have some sort of, sort of security if anything happens that at least you can just press. Okay, yesterday's website is now back up on uh, online. Yeah, and especially if you're doing updates, you know, for your open source uh, website, uh, okay, you don't have backup, but then the website went down because you did, uh, you know, the updates the last time a year ago, and everything changed so dramatically that it's no longer compatible with each other, you know, the the, the moving yeah. parts. So, yeah, and 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 this is like a sanity check uh, for everyone. Mm -hmm. uh, do you have backup? And it, 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 it sounds crazy if you think about this, but again, if you are inside, it's like maybe procrastination, you know, I will, I will take care of it next day, next week, next month, because this, this doesn't scream, uh, you know, for help that you don't have a backup. You, maybe your IT colleague who left the company a year ago, uh, was supposed to do this, but never managed to do this. So, so it's always like, and yeah. like, um, 
you, you never know, right? No, I mean, I, 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 I've been in these situations, and, and unfortunately, uh, you can be if you are ba if it's badly timed when the, the the website goes down. Which, let's be honest, it's always badly timed when the website goes down. But if uh, it's like a a holiday time, a national holiday, you could uh, or yeah, a bank holiday or whatever, you you can lose the website for three days um, or four days without. Yeah, because otherwise it's too costly to put it back up and, 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 and so on and so forth. And this is a disaster. Um, and especially if you're, if you're, your, your websites, like, I don't know, um, one of your biggest sales machines. Um, it's not always the case. Sometimes it's, it's, it's more of a, okay, we tell, we tell the story about the company, but then you can also be in a situation where it's, you're in a, uh, negotiations with investors and if your website starts going down during during this time um then that can potentially not knock some money off what the, what they invest because like, okay you're a technical company you can't handle the the small technicality of keeping a website online this isn't good um yes, yeah exactly i i cannot imagine worse timing than when negotiating the 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 investment rounds round for example so i i think this, this doesn't get any worse than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, 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 I agree. And, and, and you know, it's 2022 and I find this funny that we are discussing, you know, having backups on, on a website for, for a startup. That's, but, but, but you know, the, I, this is recent uh, stuff as well. Uh, Uber was hacked a couple of uh, days ago and then I saw it on Twitter. I don't know if it is real or not, but then someone screenshotted, you know, LinkedIn um, job board from, from Uber and there were like eight or 12 security positions from, you know, <laughs> all sorts of, of uh, like things. And the, the hack was someone got manipulated and that person got, uh, had um, high privileges and, you know, it, 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 it's crazy. It's, it's just crazy. And, you know, everyone is, uh, um, has to have this uh, security because backups are security. Mm -hmm. Like on um, it's it, it, it's bare minimum, and the bigger you get, the the more sophisticated you should you should be. Of course, of course, and and uh, as I said, I mean, your if your lead your whole lead funnel just relies on the website, and then you just lose it. Um, even if if you lose it for a couple of days, um. It's not just that you've, lo you've lost the leads for a couple of days. You've lost anybody who's come and done, wants to do a little due diligence or anything like that. And so you might, might actually lose, uh, I don't know, a real big chunk of leads because they were in the research phase. And if you don't, if you're not there, then you've lost a lot. Uh, and it's hard to, to, to trace back, um, what you've lost. Um, mm -hmm. so, so these are the things that, yeah, be aware it's core business. It isn't, uh, okay, it's a nice window that just marketing deals with. No, this is core business. This, this is a, a COO, um, uh, problem. This is, this is a, uh, the internal, uh, uh, dev team should, should at least be a, a available to it just in case. And, and they're working with you and you and, 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 uh, awesome are, are, are handling it basically. There should still be a mirror that's, uh, in, inside the company that can say, if needs must, I can still flip the, flip a, a version of the website online, um, mm -hmm. because this is a, a big deal and it, it causes mm -hmm. untold stress in, inside a company. Yes, I bet. I bet. You know, mm -hmm. if you are a product company, you know your website is your window to the world, right? Yeah, and if you're t if you're uh, highly technical founders and, and you're showing we're we're amazing, we can solve really really complex things, and you can't solve the the not so complex thing of, of, of keeping a website online, then you, you have a, you, it can hurt you. Um, but yeah. the, 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 the world has a short memory. So it's, it, and sometimes it, it, it can, it can just sort of fly past. So nobody will yeah, be talking that, about that, that, that's all. Uber in a while, in, in, in a short time. <laughs> right. And, uh, so we covered a little bit of, uh, like, like a base. Like basics, not basics, not basic, but you know, the, the very minimum you, you should be doing. But how you, we, we, I would like to 
go back a couple of steps. So we mentioned mm -hmm. that if you are going to change your website, because for example, you, you have one, but you want to change for some reasons, it's not mm -hmm. always a good thing to start like design first and think, then see what happens, but rather to decide where is the problem. So I wonder mm -hmm. how, because I, I, I'm trying, I'm asking about this because people sometimes mm, have hard time identifying the, the cause and mm -hmm. uh, for, for, for website not working. And what would be the best approach to identify what may be the source of problems? Because you can flood the website with traffic, but then mm -hmm. that traffic wouldn't convert. And you can have mm -hmm. small traffic about uh, fine conversions, but cannot drive more traffic. So both can be problems. And how do you identify out of spectrum of problems? What was the real one? Yeah, uh, this, this is again, unfortunately, it depends on which phase you are in, in, in as a startup, but I'll talk about a, a product, a, a, a startup or a company with product market fit because there's a very different phase otherwise. Uh, but, and I, I, I would solve that, uh, in, um, a pre product market fit with a, a lot of landing pages and, and, and SEO and, and, and testing. Um, or at least I'd try to. Um, when you have product market fit, but your, your, your website's not converting the way you, you, you feel it should do. I think it's, it comes down to understanding the buyer journey and maybe your, your website never was supposed to be a converting website. It was an educational website. And you'll only understand that if you, if you figure out the buyer journey and where your website fits into it. Um, and so. Uh, obviously the, the goal for any marketing, marketing department or, 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 or a company in, uh, in general is to get past the begging for leads by download our, our, our white paper or download this and we'll take your email and then you're, you're into the, 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 uh, notorious MQL funnel, uh, where we just, where you're potentially spammed. Um, so I think it's really understanding that buyer journey. Uh, and, and seeing where, where the website sits in that, um, and how much you can expand what the website does, um, from there, because you can obviously then, uh, go into other styles of marketing, like account based marketing, which then comes back to, to some, uh, some landing pages and stuff like that. Um, but in general, it is really understanding where it sits in your funnel. Um, because that's going to dictate your, your, your content, your, the, uh, the expectations of, of, of the website. Because if you're a niche B2B, uh, website, you have to really have, uh, look at what is our, our, our total market. Um, because if we're saying, oh, we, we need 10,000 people coming per day on our website and, and our, the, 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 the total market of, of what we have, there's 400 companies. We can't be looking at 10,000 a day. We've got to be looking at really high quality people, uh, and maybe 15, 20, 30 a day wins. Um, and, and that's, you've got to understand the, the, the backgrounds of your market, um, to, to understand, uh, understand these things. And uh, that's how mm -hmm. I, I look at it. All right. So no so quick, no quick fix question. there, unfortunately. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't believe in quick fixes and this is again like uh, chasing shiny, shiny objects, but you answered mm -hmm. the question of what now the question of how, because <laughs> I, 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 um, I read in one book, you know, the, uh, the CEO of Intel and, and the group famously said, uh, like, I, I know what to do. I don't know how to do this. So I, uh, okay. if we know what to do, like I, I just understand the, the buyer journey. Um, how, how this should be implemented. So like, w because mm -hmm. if you are working with your customers, you have this product market fit, you have your customers and you ask the question, then this, the, the lone fact that you are, for example, asking a question to your customer changes the way they are thinking about this because of all, all sorts of things like, like trying to either show off or biasing towards what would, should be the process instead of what was the process, you know, lack of in memories. And, you know, this is mm -hmm. all human nature. So yeah. you, you cannot ask direct questions because this will change the, um, the results. So how can we identify the, by your journey. 
Yeah, that's you're 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 to- totally right. The the, uh, the the questions dictate the answer, uh, and 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 that's a very very difficult thing with how you uh, there's there's a, a tough psychological way of, of writing writing questions, and you have to really make sure you 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 just uh, ask something that's so open that they they go their way, and obviously, um, if this this customer has been this company has been with you for two three years. The per, the, your contact point might have changed. They might not know how this happened. They just know their job and that's it. Uh, so that there, there's, you might have lost information in, in, in that too. And they also will, even if they were the person, they're going to have a bias of how they, they looked at it in the first place. Um, it's, it's, uh, it is down to testing again. So, I mean, you, you have to find, uh, by doing more customer interviews or more questionnaires or more something, if there is a a, a common thread through this, that then t- takes you through this. And you start, okay, you work your thesis uh, uh, and experiments off of that. And you say, okay, th- this there's this common thread that we're going to work off because, uh, I don't know, 70% of our customers are saying that they went through this way and this is this is what was important to them in, in, in the buying process. Um from our website, then okay, then we can push through. Um, if there's unfortunate cases where that doesn't exist at all, um, and you then have to say, okay, fine, I have to take the information I've gotten from from the interviews, uh, maybe talk to to, to some uh, expert um, experts in the field, and 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 let them go through the journey um, as well on your website, and then. I, I consistently feel that you have to you have to buy your own product every once in a while, um, okay. because you'll then see okay that made sense in its uh, in a small scale of, or in its uh, in in its box, but in the work the whole flow of of researching buy, researching going through and then buying buying your product, it's really it really feels like I I'm not going on a line I'm going oh whoops then there and there mm. I'm still getting to the same place. But there, it's just not not uh, a good flow. So I think with those three sort of areas of the the customer interviews, the uh, industry expert interviews, and your own user uh, interviews, um, I think you get there and you 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 find the find find out how. Um, All right. Again, no no quick thing. Again, but, a lot of work. <laughs> Sounds like a lot yes. of work. <laughs> It, it is, but I mean, to, 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 to become the best, you, I mean, I mean, uh, you talk, you, there's all these documentaries that recently about Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant and their machine. They were machines or, exactly. uh, you just have to be, uh, focused and just keep on doing stuff. Um, I have ki- uh, young kids and like, they love playing sports, but they hate practicing. I said, well, do you want to be better? It's practice. It's the effort that, that gets you to the next level. Um, you can enjoy kicking the ball, but if you want to kick it straight, you got to practice. Yeah, that's that's not not fun part of the uh, getting of becoming a master or even improving because this takes deliberate deliberate practice, and the deliberate practice is not fun. You want to like run, uh, run with the ball uh, and mm-hmm. kick it, and you know it is very true what you, what you are saying. So um, no, this is that. That, 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 that darker part of the, uh, of, of having fun in, even in, mm-hmm. in sports. It, it, yeah, you're right. It, it, to, 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 to be, to be good, there's a lot of blood, sweat and tears in the background. Yeah. The word relentless, I think is suitable here. <laughs> I, I, I probably should not have said blood, sweat and tears when I've already mentioned my kid, kids in the statement. <laughs> so, there's no blood, sweat and tears. <laughs> <There's>, yeah. <laughs> yeah we, we will cut it. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we covered a little bit of uh, like approach or strategy to rebuilding, redesigning your existing website. But for example, if you have no website, you have to start with something. And let's assume everything went well, and you are the owner. You spent a ton of money, for example, on your website, and then you just hope and uh, like uh, uh, launch and pray that everyone will want to visit this. Like you. It, People will be flocking to your website be- mm-hmm. just because you have launched it. And, you know, most of the time this is not the case. So that now I would like to tackle the problem of where 
how to attract visitors? Where, where should we get mm-hmm. the visitors? H- how to do this? Yeah, th- th- this, this is always a difficult one. I mean, uh, pre COVID, uh, if, if you're launching in, in a, a, a small thing that, that's uh, very regional, you go to events, you go to things, you talk to people and so on and so forth. You can get on forum boards. I know that so- sounds old, but they exist depending if you're on a niche, if you're on a very niche product, sometimes that's the, be- the best place for you still. Um, get into, to, to, uh, groups on Facebook. I, 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 I hesitate to, 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 um, recommend groups on, on LinkedIn because they're still not working as well as they should do. Um, but there's lots of different areas where there's audiences already. Um, and, uh, Though it's a, a, a played out thing at the moment that, that you, you do a launch or something, uh, on, um, product hunt. If you're trying to find an audience, uh, it is a good, there, there's, there's lots of ways to get to it. Um, and your goal is to really, if it's a, a, a is try and find where the people that you, you, your theory is that, that will be using your product are. And get them to give you feedback really quickly. Um, because the, 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 again, I mean, this is, uh, this is basically the, the, the common thing that I'm saying the whole time is, is feedback. Feedback's key at the beginning. Um, you can't lead an industry from just having a great idea. Um, no matter who you are, uh, Elon Musk or anything, there, there, there's, there's a, Feedback rounds. He talked to experts. He, he, he got all sorts of insights before, before doing things. Um, I'm not saying that you should overanalyze before you launch because launching and getting feedback is part of the learning experience. Um, so get out there, um, and be, be your best salesperson. I love your product and talk about it as much as you, much as you can. But, uh, again, listen. You're, it's very difficult to, to have, uh, the term I hate is it's your baby, uh, thing, mm. um, with, with a project. Um, but it, when you put somebody in that situation and use that, 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 that phrase, the first thing, uh, uh, you go back to the, the feeling of, of your parent when somebody says you're, you're, you're something bad about your kid, you defend. You don't listen. And that's why I think the your, it's your baby is actually one of the worst terms you can use. You can just say, okay, it, open yourself up to feedback. However you want to name this and not call it your baby, that you can actually say, I'm here to listen and find out how to make this, develop this into this great, great thing. Um, that's probably the best way to look at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and this is popular concept to call a business a baby, you know, company a baby to think about this, like about because a child. It grows. Uh, yeah, it, you develop it, it grows. You're you're supposed to educate it and 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 give it the opportunities. But I think there's Papa Bear, Mama Bear, whatever you want to call that uh, inside you is to pre- protect first. And I think that that's that's the if you if you go in with that mentality of of, of your startup, your idea. Causes issues, and that's that's why I'm I'm loving the whole build in public um, uh, movement that mm. uh, started happening a, a couple of years ago. Because that's the it's I'm it's not my baby. I'm here to give something and see what happens, uh, and 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 um, and be happy to to get the feedback and and happy to get the engagement. I just uh, love the fact that you know you are calling it out that you cannot think about this this way because this is natural for when it grows it's natural for people to 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 have it this this mindset but it's it's counter counterproductive and what about the other source of traffic ads so you you can you know pay for for the traffic you know you mm-hmm. can spend a ton of work trying to find like obscure places to to leave your traces and, 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 yeah, and, and tips where, where to find you. But then this is, there is the, the easy way of spending a ton of money on, on, on the website. So how to yeah. balance it? I, I, I would say, um, because obviously if you, if you're, if your, your goal is to raise money, get investment, you need to get traction as quick as possible. Um, the reason why I wouldn't go ads first, um, is because Maybe you don't understand the market enough. 
And so you end up do, uh, spending money on ads that are with a keyword that's maybe not optimized for what you want. Um, and so you're, you're looking at volume versus, uh, the actual worth of the keyword. Um, and to me, that equals a, a situation where you end up spending a lot of money and you can actually then, uh, possibly pivot your pro- product or, or, or your idea too early because you're actually getting the, the incorrect feedback from the market. You're getting uh, a, 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 a feedback that, hey, there's lots of traction, but they want this. And like, okay, I'll build that. And when sometimes that is, is valid because you, 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 you find there's not a big enough market for, for, for your product. But I think if you do that too early, you don't give yourself a chance to find, find out if there is actually a, a, a paid for need. Um, the other thing I, I, I tend to like to do, um, is try and get people to pay for the product quickly. So even in the, 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 the early phases, the, the MVP phase is, is get somebody to say, okay, I would not, I would commit. I'm going to commit. Here's, here's, I don't know, one euro a, a month, uh, for this product just to say, okay, fine. I'm, I've got skin in the game. I believe in you enough. And that's also for me a product val- uh, validation or, or an idea val- validation. Um, once you've got a little bit of feedback from the smaller group, um, which I think it's very useful to work in a small group first, um, that you've got more organically and you're, and you're more engaged with these people individually. Then you go out and test, Hey, is there a bigger market for it? Uh, I've learned, I've learned more about the industry. I've got more keywords, keywords that I can uh, uh, use. And then you test out the, 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 the paid, paid stuff. But if you test out the paid stuff too early, I, I think it can distract you. Mm-hmm. It's True. not always the case, True. but I, that, that's my feeling. Unbelievable. Uh, how big a barrier is even spending one euro? Because it's not about the money, but rather the process of leaving the card details or your personal data, you know, spending time on filling out the form which I hate, for exactly. example. And then there's that, that, that money, um, money aspect that, okay, you are in fact leaving some money. You're parting with a tiny part of your, <laughs> of your wealth of the, with the mm-hmm. product. And it, it is a huge buyer barrier just even to, 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 to sign up and spend any kind of money. And this is great, uh, great, uh, like, 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 like information for you. If someone is not going to do this, then. For- for no. sure. For sure. And, and the other thing is, I think if you're just giving everything out for free at, at the beginning, you probably, um, don't think of the whole payment of flow, how they're going to do this and how, uh, and all, all these types of things until you're at the stage where you have to and, uh, or, or it's more traditional to do it. And then maybe you're, you're a little late in, uh, uh getting the understanding and, and things mess up when you're asking for 50 a month. Uh, and that's when people say, okay, if I'm going to uh, spend 50 a month on your product, I expect everything to work. Um, so mm-hmm. you haven't learned that skill in your, in your startup or your company. And so you have that problem. Also, this gives you the chance, um, to bootstrap if you need to. Uh, so if you can, if you can build a little bit more, uh, money behind all of this, you can potentially bootstrap your, uh, your startup. And I think at the very beginning stages, that gives you a lot more flexibility. Mm-hmm. True. And um, when when you do this too late, you have a huge amount of time lost uh, mm-hmm. that could be spent learning how to tackle this problem. But because yep. then when you finally start to do this, it's like okay, <laughs> it's like the first day. Uh, it, 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 you you have some more knowledge, but then it would be like starting this a year ago, for example, and mm-hmm. then you don't have the luxury of uh, figuring it out. You it it has to work from day one. Yeah, of course. I, I mean. If you're first starting out, uh, and, and it's your very first startup, um, and obviously maybe age plays into this. If you're, if you're younger, then, then, then it might be a harder ask or people might not trust you as much. Uh, unfortunately, no matter how good you are at what you do, there, there, there's these, these barriers for people. Um, then maybe you have to uh, do it a little later or figure out some different type of system to, to, to do, to do it. Um, there's many, many ways to do it saying, you for the first year you pay this, but uh, if you recommend X or give me this amount of feedback, you can get the money back. 
um, just to say, okay, fine, you're investing in this getting better. So you become like a early investor almost instead of a, a just a user. Mm -hmm. All right. And uh, so we discussed a little bit of, no, <clears throat> we diverted a little bit to how to build those um, processes, you know, mm -hmm. for, for, for the product companies that are, for example, subs subscription based. I would like to go back again to those sources of, of visitors because this is mm -hmm. like, um, no, this is, uh, th th this is where the money comes from, from, from the visitors turning into the client. So if, if you are, you know, investing in as SEO, for example, then you are relying on being, you know, findable and those, uh, organic sources are driven mm -hmm. by, you know, Google. And then you rely heavily on Google or if you are spending uh, money on on Facebook and you build a community on Facebook, then mm -hmm. if something bad happens, you get, you can get canceled. I mean, for, for businesses, mm -hmm. this is not always the case, but there were cases where the whole, uh, like companies were canceled because, for example, something in the, in the API changed of, of, of Facebook, but this is a different case. So my question is, is there a way to be less reliant on those giants? Oh, I started to rhyme even so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, th this, it, this is one of my, uh, I, well, I'm, I'm glad, uh, in general, it seems like marketing has gone back to, to, to before, um, I don't know. Facebook was the only way to do it. Google was the only way to do it. Um, they've gone back to email marketing being, um, a, a key component. Um, and I am a, heavy, uh, I don't know, proponent of, of, um, email marketing, segmented newsletters, making the community build, build up that way. Uh, uh, and then from there, then you build up other, other parts of a community. So for instance, I was, I was consulting for a company and, and, uh, I, I walked in and day one, their, uh, Newsletter had been crushed by GDPR and not really looked after because they were, they were working so well on, on, on Google and making lots of money. And I said, and I said, uh, what is your stretch goal for the, for, for the marketing, uh, for the next two, three years? And I said, I want to be able to shut off all Google, Google and Facebook and all these ads that we're paying for and still be a profitable company. And. I, I think people were falling off their chair with that statement. I said, this is, uh, it's not possible. Said, no, it's healthy. And I said, it's a stretch goal. I'm not saying we're going to achieve it, but that should be, we should be able to have two very, very comfortable, um, uh, streams of income through different ways. So if one messes up with a, an algorithm change or something else, we're, we're still okay. And don't get me wrong. I mean, if you start doing a, a heavy email marketing, you're still likely in, um, Google's world, world, because a lot of people have Gmail accounts. So you have to start figuring those things out. Um, so th with, with that, I basically said, we're going to do some of the ugliest marketing that I don't like. We're going to put pop-ups on the website, exit pop-ups. Hey, look, you're leaving, but why don't you keep in contact with us? And so we built like the, the, the newsletter list from, to be honest, it was one person. Um, on the, on the, the newsletter list to like, uh, uh, I don't know, 30, 40, 50,000 really quickly. Um, because we just said, okay, we have the traffic. We have the interest. We are, we are a leader in the market, but we just haven't been doing that. And then from there, the, the, the goal, the, 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 the um, push was to segment them. Um, mm -hmm. so. Give them good information, put it out there, and then then start asking asking them questions. Hey, uh, in a questionnaire in, uh, in in the newsletter, what's your interest? Okay, this person is is in liking I don't know uh, fast moving consumer stuff. This this one's uh, d a designer. So we started segmenting them out and built built out of that. Um, and then we t uh, in another company, I completely changed their newsletter because they they were just talking about their product and nothing else. And so I watched this and said, I'm going to sit back. They had a good, a, a huge subscriber base. And I thought, I'll watch and see what happens. And then every week, huge amounts of unsubscribes, huge amounts of unsubscribes. And I said, guys, we're, we're not talking to them the way they want to be talked to. Um, and then we basically 
we redid the whole whole newsletter. People were signing up because they thought, okay, we're a great marketing company, um, and they thought we'd have great uh, great knowledge. We just kept on throwing blogs at them, old old blogs, new blogs, but still blogs. And I said, hey, why don't we do curate some stuff from the internet? Um, uh, get some great articles about marketing, give some tips uh, and whatever, and then we just do like three or four tips before uh, and, and good articles before we get to just one thing about about us, one thing. And so it was much more a industry focused uh, thing. Engagement rate uh, rate went up, uh, click through rate uh, went up. Uh, everything was going going uh, went really well because of it. And the, we actually were getting many more people sub subscribing and we we get, we were seeing that people were sharing the newsletter and talking about it. So it was a, a great then engagement to grab a, a, a whole new audience in. And then it was then time to segment them out. So, and that just the segmentation, uh, that was a scary thing for the, the, the marketing team. Cause, oh my God, I'm going to have to, I'm going to end up having to write eight newsletters a, a, a week. I'm never going to have time for anything else. I said, no, you just, Say, okay, fine. We know that we have these segments and we're putting, uh, five articles into the, into the newsletter, uh, per, per month or a week or whatever it was. I can't remember the cadence. Um, and you say, make sure there's one for everybody in there and just switch up. Like, say, if there's one about designing and, and it's for the designers, but it's in the fifth place on the one for the fast moving consumer group, you just flip, flip it up to the top, top one and make that the most important article. And they said, oh, well, that, that can work. And again, the engagement got even better. Um, and don't be afraid to de delete or move the non-engaged people somewhere else. And don't be afraid to send the same newsletter out twice so that once you didn't open, didn't engage, send it out again with a different title. Um, make sure that they, they understand it and you build that community and you can see you send one newsletter out and the traffic to your website spikes unbelievably, um, because of, because of these things. So it's, mm -hmm. it's really important to, to not think of a newsletter as a, a necessary evil. Think of it as an amazing tool to, to, in, in the nurture, uh, um, phase of, of marketing. Mm -hmm. I love it. Uh, I, I really love it because this is, uh, also something that I see more often right now. And, uh, you know, this is delivering a value, you know, mm -hmm. uh, other than, you know, writing X time about the same thing. I have many questions to, 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 to what you said. So mm -hmm. when you started saying that, you know, let, let's put the, um, exit pop-ups, I thought, is, is this even working these days? So it's like, and, you know, from zero, okay, one, from, from, from one subscriber, you, you ended up, you know, in, in thousands, right? Yeah. So what was, what, what was the traffic on the website? It, 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 it has, had to be thousands, right? It, yeah. It, it was, uh, like a, a, a couple of thousand a, a day. Um, but All right. on top that's, of, that's on, a lot. Yeah. And, and so, so, uh, on, on top of that, you have the, the, uh, there were, uh, campaigns we were doing on, 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 uh, LinkedIn, Facebook, whatever. To, to, to push to the newsletter. Um, we were heavily put, uh, uh, working with, working on Twitter. Hey, our newsletter's coming out th today. It's got giving previews and so on and so forth to, to make people understand that there's, there's value there. And so showing it to a bigger audience and obviously doing the light Twitter hacks of, of, of adding, uh, writing at this person to, to, to the, to an industry expert or uh, an influencer or whatever. And those types of things help out. Um, so, so there's those little things that, 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 that add a little, um, gasoline to the fire on, on, on these things. Um, but in general, ugly marketing sometimes works. I mean, pop-ups are, are, are ugly. We all hate them. Um, but sometimes when you're, when you, you have a, a tough situation, you have to play some, some ugly games to make sure that it works. And then once you got the audience, if you have the audience, you have a lot. And, 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 and that's, that's the thing. It's an attention level because they, they're much more likely to buy from you than anybody else. Email is, mm -hmm. uh, e email is consistently the highest, uh, I think it's, uh, uh, highest, uh, return on investment channel that you have because they've already said yes 
They, it's, it's a permission. It, it's, they, they've given you permission to be in their inbox. They want to hear from you. They don't want you to just keep on shouting, I'm the best. They want to hear your opinion. They want to hear what, what you hear because again, if you're, if you curate, curate, um, uh, articles from around the web, you're doing your own research for uh, other article, uh, articles you're going to write. So you're doing it anyways. So it's just like, Hey, those, those three articles you, you picked up this week just to, to be able to write the, the, the next blog. Maybe that's interesting anyways to the group. Um, so we can then turn the blog into our take on those three articles. Um, so then you can have the, those three articles in, in, in the newsletter and you have the, the opinion side of it coming from you as experts. Uh, and it works. Um, it's not rocket science. It's just time consuming. Yes, I, that, that was for, uh, actually one of my questions. So, uh, was there a dedicated person to take care of this uh, whole newsletter initiative? Because it sounds like a lot of work, even though, you know, um, you know, someone has to pick those articles, um, you know, curate it, uh, compose and a newsletter. So it sounds like a lot. Um, uh, I, I, I'll have one moment where I, I, I praise myself. I, I'm in an office, in an office group, because uh, uh, I, I, I tend to run marketing teams or whatever. I, I go to, I, I work well with the other, uh, uh, the other like customer ser service or customer success, uh, the, the sales team, the, the, the dev team. And so, uh, for instance, on one place I, we ha I had a, uh, there was an all hands and I, I just said, okay, fine. The newsletter is a tool, but all of us are involved in it. So whenever you find an article, whenever you, whenever you do, uh, whenever you, you, you find anything, then please send it to us. We can't, we can't do everything and we can't have the take that the dev team can have. So if there's an opening, I'm going to ask, I, I need a new author this week for a, a, something that, that's going to ring true for the dev team. Um, and, uh, I've been very lucky to have buy-ins from, from C levels to, 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 to push this. Um, because that's, I'm taking up time from different projects, but if you can show the, the results beforehand, then people will buy into it afterwards. Um, sometimes it, you, you get the buy-in earlier. Sometimes you get a little, a little later. So yeah, yeah. Uh, marketing by by taking ta uh, working with the entire team. Mm -hmm. uh, one more question about this, you know, segmentation. It implies that you have the toolkit to actually understand what's happening after you send out the newsletter, the the, the conversion rate tracked from the newsletter. So this requires. A little bit of a sophistication in terms of the tools you are using and the whole mm. marketing and maybe sales team are using too. So, you know, how to organize this? What's the best first step? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to say the best, the best first step is, uh, is HubSpot. It's like saying, oh, your first, your first uh, vacuum cleaner is going to be a Dyson. That's not going to happen. Um, so you've got to, you've got to get somewhere to get, to get to earn the right to, to, to go to your, uh, CFO and say, you know what? I, I, I have expensive tastes and I want HubSpot. Um, it's a good tool and, and, and it's uh, worth the cost, but you, it's, it's a, it's a cost. Um, so there's other things. I mean, uh, traditionally, uh, I used MailChimp and, and, and basically I worked with, uh, a, a, a developer or, or, or somebody like a, a, a what's it called? Um, a BI person and said, Hey, look, we can, we, we, we need to, to, to hack together a, a dashboard of how this is working and where the conversions are coming in and, and so on and so forth. Um, and also have to buy in a little bit, maybe with a, a CFO or a COO or a C CEO and say, Hey, this is not going to immediately for the effort you're going to see that we're going to have to put into this. You're not immediately going to see sales spike. Um, but what you're going to see is people stay with us and we can build a brand from that. Um, and that will help sales stay at a higher level and consistent. Um, but it, it, it takes, uh, patience from, from everybody involved. But the, the, the tool set, there's so many newsletter tools, um, uh, uh available. Um, and obviously with the right tracking codes, uh, you can, you can, you can track quite a bit. Um, and that's, that doesn't cost a huge amount to, 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 to get into Google Analytics or whatever other, uh, analytics tool you're using. 
to see, okay, fine, there's a, there is this amount of traffic coming from that. Um, especially if you use uh, UTM codes, um, they're pre-built in most of the time with, with a, 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 a uh, what you call it, newsletter tool. I, I, I love this approach because this is, um, not something that, you know, it's the, the first idea that comes to your mind, like, Mm-hmm. Spent it on, spent it on, 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 on the ads. It actually requires a lot of effort, but then it's also working, um, working, working well. And, and you own it. You, it, it's not yeah. like something you, 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 you have to pay every, every week in order to get those results. It's something that, mm-hmm. that you do. That's true. But then it's, it, it, it's work also that costs money, but then you own the results and, um, and, and, and the base of your, um, newsletter subscribers. Yeah. And, and, and the thing is through these, these, these things, because I'm, I'm advocating for a lot, a lot of work before you spend, um, you get closer to, if you're, if you're raising series rounds, uh, you get closer to that, 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 uh, or quicker to that point where you can understand when you do start spending money, the, I, I put, uh, one euro in and I know I'm going to get four euros out or five euros out or whatever it is that the ratio you need. Um, which is a like C series B metric. You need that to be able to get to that round. So, uh, if you can do this legwork, uh, uh, with, um, non paid for, uh, uh, leads, though obviously you're paying salaries and all the rest of it. Um, it's, you get to that that uh message market fit that the whole other side of uh of, of this because you can get to the product market fit way before you get to the message market fit if potentially um uh that you can then turn turn this on on and say okay google's always waiting for there wait waiting uh, for you there to say oh come over here and spend some spend some money same with facebook same with all the other platforms but they're just also different Parts of the, the funnel. They, you're, you're in Google, you're, you're basically saying, here's, here's a buying opportunity. Click on it now. Facebook, it might be a little bit more than the awareness side of it. Um, the uh, LinkedIn, it might be, it's a heavy thing for your account based marketing. Um, but these are things that you get to when you get past the, the, do I understand how to sell my product? And I'm not just leaving it to chance with Google. Uh, and a really broad keyword. Because that's what I, I, I see a lot is people go broad with their keywords and don't understand negative keywords. Uh, so they, they all of a sudden are getting unbelievable weird traffic. Um, and if you, if traffic is a, a metric that you care for, uh, you then get into the situation where maybe a, uh, an investor or, or, or somebody at the C level is like, Oh, we had, 20,000 people to, to the website. Great. Repeat that. And like, well, it's not a convert. It's not converting. And they, oh, well, then just make sure, tweak what you have to make them converting, but keep, keep the traffic high. I can't do both. Uh, because I don't know, maybe 80% of that traffic was garbage. Um, so it's, it's, it's one of the, one of those things. Um, and sorry to, 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 to keep on, uh, keep on going, but, I think there's um, money better spent in creating communities um, by going to stuff like, uh, uh, yeah, Hacker News or whatever, where, where they people are really wanting your product or wanting to know about the brand new thing or Discord or, or whatever else where these communities already exist and are an easy pot to say, okay, fine, you've got to go in there uh, authentically and say, hey, we're going to add value, not just say, hey, guys, come and buy our product. Um, but it all, all, all takes, um, a little bit more time. All right, Nick. So thank you very much for the, for the discussion today. I, I, I learned a ton about yeah. marketing in terms of the newsletter approach. So the, the, this was amazing for me. Is there anything you'd like to add, like as a closing remark or something like this, you know, something I didn't ask you yeah. and you'd like to share? No, no, no. I mean, uh, you, you've asked all the stuff that I, that, that I want to ask and I, I'm, I'm not doing this because I'm, I'm, I'm on your podcast, but I've, I've worked with you on a, a, a project to, to, to stabilize a website and I was really impressed. I was really impressed. You, uh, yeah, and, thank and, you very and much. I, <laughs> I want to, I want to say on a different, different notes. And I, I've, I've publicly done that before on, 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 uh, LinkedIn. Um, because I, I like, 
like to work with the right people. Thank you. Thank you. I, I mean, it's amazing you, you, <laughs> you did this, you know, on the record, you know, the tape is, is still <laughs> rolling. So thank you very much for this. Uh, this means a no lot problem. to me and, and for the, for, for the rest of the team, team as well. Yeah. So thank you very much for, for your kind words. Um, yeah, all right. No so thank, and thank you for your, for, and for your time today. For that uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> um, okay. Thank you very much okay. once again and see you around. Yeah, thank you very much. All right. If you like what you've just heard, don't forget to subscribe for more episodes. On the other hand, if you've got a question we haven't answered yet, feel free to reach out to us directly. Just go to awesomestudio.com forward slash contact. Thanks for listening and see you in the next episode of the Awesome to Know podcast. Thank you.